0: What's up, Longhorn fans? Welcome to another edition of the Recruiting Breakdown, brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional, Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. I am Trey Elling, joined as always by the great Justin Wells of Inside Texas, InsideTexas.com. Justin, how are we doing this week? Do you you guys have a good Christmas on your end?
1: Man, we are blessed. A little bit of a Christmas hangover, so to speak. Uh, got got through most of that yesterday. It was a good content day yesterday, but kind of dragging a little bit. Kids around the house, dog is still being the dog. <laughs> but yeah man, we had we had a great Christmas. What about you guys?
0: Ours was a good one too. It was uh, pretty low key this year, which I'm totally fine with. It was really just uh, me, my wife, my kids. We went over to my mother-in-law's place for a uh, a tiny little lunch. And we were okay with that, not having to go anywhere, especially with uh, how cold things got leading up to Christmas and it really messing with folks' travel plans. We feel very thankful to uh, just have so many people who uh, care about us and care about our kids enough to want to shower them with gifts, uh, mostly plastic junk that will just uh, end up uh, clogging our house up over the next year or so before we decide to throw it out.
1: Yeah, yeah. You you know my uh, anti-toy policy. Here in this house, Alexander has a handful, but they're not many. Um, Legos right now, we're, we're building a Lego fortress right now. And so it's, and we're starting the Imperial shuttle. It's like 72,000 pieces. So uh, wish me luck. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. I, I <laughs> wish you fun,
1: luck. Man. It, it's fun to do that.
0: I wish you luck. And I wish uh, myself luck too, because my kids have like three new Pokemon video games to go along with a bunch of trading cards for the, so they're, they're, uh, they're fully bought in into that world unfortunately but hopefully it's just a phase and not something that they're still hanging on to 20 <laughs> years from now Justin as far, as the, uh, re- as, yeah, far as the as far as yeah go, go ahead. ahead
1: I was gonna say those cards actually have some value do they believe it or not, it or not yeah you just okay. have to find the right ones they're like other they're like sports cards they have some there's some rare ones and there's some value there Alexander collects a little bit of everything and so um, yeah we, we've, we've we've seen those as well.
0: Well, unfortunately, cards that have uh, giant creases going through the middle of them probably lose value, much like uh, baseball and football cards back in the day. So they're not uh, not putting them in cases. Uh, They are playing with them, which I guess is the uh, the intended purpose. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Texas football got a great... Early Christmas present with a top three recruiting class last week that was secured uh, with some late commitments on national signing day one. And then a couple of days later, DeAndre Moore decides to commit as well. And uh, I guess we're going to start by putting a bow on the class of 2023, even though there is one more potential commitment before it's all said and done. Just how impressed were you with the class that Steve Sarkeesian and his staff were able to put together, Justin?
1: You know, top to bottom. Last year, I felt like they really hit home on the offense, especially the offensive line. This year, I felt like there was more of an emphasis on defense. And I'm saying that as the class inked Arch Manning and Cedric Baxter and Jonte Cook, you know, some of the best offensive skill guys in the country. But they really – they destroyed it on the defensive side, led by Anthony Hill, Jr., uh, he committed a couple of weeks ago during his in-home visit with the staff Half the t- half the staff was in his own. Um, it really put a bow on a great, a, a great class. And then you added, uh, you know, a DeAndre Moore uh, on Friday. And I think that was even bigger um, because he, you know, he comes in as the third receiver, a guy that I think they really needed in this class to to kind of to give it a wholesome feel to it. Um to, you know, top to bottom, man, they, they just couldn't. I, I felt like they hit so many big positions, especially linebacker and edge. I love when they flipped Colton Bosch, Uh, and I really I love Darren Gallette's upside at all three linebacker spots and edge. But then they 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 they, they nail it uh, to Celia Kana. You know that night of signing day or that afternoon, and you talk about a headhunter. You you talk about a kid. You know him and Leona Le, Leona Lafowle, they give me a um, – they remind me of those early 2000s USC linebackers, hybrid safeties, just headhunters, guys, just come at you. And, and and so that's what you want. You want some guys with some attitude, with an edge about them. That's a Sadir Mitchell, who is as big as two prospects. I mean, I, if there was one spot, I, I wish they would have probably gone a little deeper. It's probably defensive line. But I think they'll, they'll probably hit a couple in the portal. Uh, in, in that as well, but yeah, top to bottom, Trey. This class was just you, you can't you can't argue with a top three class. And I love how the offensive linemen from last year there were a handful of guys that were ready made starters. Now you got developmental guys. You got guys that you can red shirt and wait a couple of years to to see the progress from a Connor Stro. You know, guys, guys of that, Trevor Gooseby, Jaden Chapman, guys of that sort. And so top to bottom, and then you and then to, to cap it, you add a a new punter from Stanford and Ryan Sanborn, and you add a, a DB on Christmas Eve and, and, and Gavin, I mean, on, on, on signing day, Gavin Holmes out of Wake Forest, a guy we talked about last week who I think is going to come in and play immediately. Uh, he's a guy from from, from Louisiana that, that also plays with an edge. Man, it's hard to argue with a top three class trade, top to bottom. Texas outdid themselves this year.
0: They did, and there is the potential for one more guy joining this class. That would be Waco Conley athlete slash linebacker Jelani McDonald. I know you've been high on uh, him, not just as a football player, but also a basketball player. He has actually signed. He signed last week, but isn't announcing where he's headed to college until January 7th at that All-American Bowl down in San Antonio high school all-star game. Are you still feeling pretty good about the Horn's chances of landing McDonald as well?
1: I think the Horns are in a good spot. They really are. They, they brought him in on the last weekend for that official visit. He had a good time. He, he, he One of the things he mentioned was he got to set in on meetings, and he got to kind of player meetings, coach meetings, and got to kind of get a feel for what the college game is and the kind of the demand on your time. Jelani's a smart kid. He You know, he played quarterback at Conley. He also played some defense. He played some corner a little bit. He's also an outstanding basketball player, won the gold at the state track meet in, in the triple jump. I mean, six, two and a half, 200 pounds. He's one of the best athletes in the country. And so I, I love where Texas sits with McDonald right now just because, you know, this is a kid that, yeah, like I said, he, he's a quarterback in, in high school. But he has that sort of cerebral uh, ability to, to, to really do it on both sides of the ball. And, and I think linebacker edge hybrid is it would be the best. Uh, you know use of his talent and what's funny about this kid is he's actually a pretty good quarterback <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks in high school last year and he was actually one of the better ones and then that week he also played corner which to me was was really it showed his versatility it showed just his mentality of, of fill in wherever you need and do the absolute best you can and so if Texas is able to secure this kid this is another big get in a top three class jelani's a special talent special athlete and a smart kid
0: so now we start to look forward to that class of 2024 and we're going to start in the state of texas with a couple of different kids before looking outside the state we begin with uh, someone whose name has been mentioned on this program before that would be lake belton wide receiver micah hudson it looks like, according to the crystal balls at on three, that this is shaping up to be an in-state battle. Where does Texas stand with the Lake Belton product right now?
1: If you've got one guy on each side of the ball that is your main priority, your must-get for 2024, and that's where we're headed right now, guys. Get ready on Texas football fans. We're about to talk a lot of 2024 over the next year. Uh, Micah Hudson's the guy on offense. He's your must-get on offense. On defense. It it, it could be a Kobe black. It could be a Colin Simmons, but man, Micah Hudson top to bottom is just so talented. Six foot, about 190, 195 pounds. Number two receiver overall in the country. Um, Number one player in Texas right now. I think Texas is in a really good spot, but I also feel like it's like you said, there's some in-state guys there. Texas A&M is squarely in the mix. Baylor had made a pretty good little push. Texas tech's actually building a really good relationship with him. Um, But then you need to look at out of state. Ohio State loves him. And if if Ohio State's looking at you at wide receiver, you probably need to pay attention.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.
1: Uh, they've had the most success at that position, I feel like, in the last decade. And so if there's going to be a school, I'm not so much worried about A&M if I'm Texas. I'm, I'm worried about Ohio State. I'm worried about securing that guy, making sure you get him. Hudson's about an hour and a half, maybe. From campus. You want to use that proximity, use that uh, central Texas top ties to to try to keep him as close as possible. You got Michael Uni, a big time offensive lineman at Coppers Cove. You've got Kobe Black, cornerback over at Conley, a little bit over there down the road in Waco. You got three guys right there, kind of centralized, that are relatively close to campus that Texas can really, really use and need to be in this class. And Micah Hudson's the, the number one of that group. Hudson, top to bottom, he's just – he doesn't really have a weakness, Trey. He, he's just talented. He, he catches everything. I, I watched a game last year with him and, 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 and recruit Warren Roberson, safety out of Red Oak, and it was such a great battle between both really, really good, um, just really talented guys. And so I think you're going to see more of Hudson. Uh, he, hes I, I wouldn't be surprised if he hits campus in January, February, early, early next year for, for junior day. Uh, Brendan Marion's doing a great job here. Steve Sarkeesian's doing a great job. You just have to stay the course. I don't think Micah Hudson's close to a decision right now. I think he's pretty much weighing all the options like he should be, but Texas went from last summer, not really seeing him, not really having a lot of involvement to really turning that recruitment around over this season. He saw the offense. He saw his, what his opportunities could be presented. If he played in Austin and he visited, I want to say three, maybe four times in that stretch and so they, they've really made up a lot of ground, built a good a good foundation for this recruitment. And they're gonna need it because they're gonna need guys like Arch Manning and, and Jonte Cook and, and some of those guys inside the program to to help recruit Micah, uh, because he's he he's a big he he'll be the big get on the offensive side of the ball in twenty twenty four, Trey.
0: You just mentioned another in-state stud on the other side of the ball. That would be Colin Simmons, fresh off of a state championship with Duncanville. He is a big-time prospect, to say the least. Five-star at that edge rusher position. Uh, According to some, including on three, the number one edge prospect in the country for the class of 2024. Texas in it, as uh, well as uh, some other big-time college football programs. Where are the Longhorns right now with the recruitment of Colin Simmons?
1: Trey, if you watched the state championship, you saw a show. Colin Simmons, five tackles, three tackles for loss, two sacks. He was the guy, you know, he helped Coach Samples get that that first ring, which everybody in Texas was waiting for. Uh, You know, Reginald Samples finally won that title at Duncanville this year. A lot of that was Colin Simmons on defense. This guy bends the edge. This guy comes. He's a straight line to the quarterback. This, this guy's got pursuit in his veins. Here's the funny part. Colin's really grown over the last couple of years. I met Colin after his freshman year at a basketball practice. And the basketball jersey was a little small and tight, and he had glasses on. And, and you know, he wasn't a nerd, but he was kind of like, okay. And, and, and they, one of the coaches would tell me, all right, he's the next great player out of Duncanville. And you kind of look him up and down, and you think, okay, I'll take your word for it, but I'm a little unsure. Two years later, he's in the locker room. He's up to about 6'3", 225, 230 pounds. He's got this mask that is still scary looking, like some Halloween thing, carrying his uh, state championship trophy. It's the the change of his personality from then to now. It's just, it's funny watching these kids grow, coming out of their shell. I think that's what you saw with Colin. He's coming out of his shell. Man, this kid is big. Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Tennessee, Texas A&M. Uh, a lot of schools in pursuit of this guy. A lot of schools. This one's gonna. This one's gonna go down to the wire. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I think Texas is in a really good spot. I think they've built a good relationship with Colin. Over the last you know couple seasons getting to know him, especially recruiting Duncanville, Cam Williams, and those guys. And there's some other recruits on his team, Kadavian Dotson Walker that Texas talks to. DeKarian Moore, 2025 wide receiver as well. Um, defensive lineman, Alex January, 2024 guy on the on the radar as well. But Colin Simmons is the is the cream of the crop, man. He's at the very top. This guy, every every program needs two guys. They need a quarterback, and they need a guy that can get to the quarterback. Colin Simmons is the guy to get to the quarterback. This recruitment's going to take a while, so just buckle up. There's going to be some bumpy ride. It, 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 it's going to be kind of like the Texas Giant. It, it'll be worth it, but there's going to be some moments where your kind of your stomach might get a little upset. Just understand, Texas has him number one on the board. He is the priority at, at edge and for defense for the 2024 cycle. And Texas has done a good job. They've laid a really good floor. This this staff is going all out, and when I mean that, he doesn't just hear from one or two coaches. He hears from seven, eight coaches. They are all are coming at Colin because they want him to know how important he is to this cycle. And if if Micah Hudson is the the, the uber important on the offensive side, Colin Simmons is the doppelganger on defense.
0: Another important prospect on the defensive side is out of state. That would be Bellflower, California, safety at Saint John Bosco High School, Peyton Woodyard. Now, if that high school rings a bell, that's because that's where DeAndre Moore is currently going to, or I guess, uh, yeah, I guess he's still going to high school for one more semester. So he is DeAndre Moore's teammate. Despite that, Texas hasn't really been on his list of top programs that he's considering. However, It sounds like Texas has worked its way into the equation, and Woodyard is actually announcing his commitment on January 7th at that All-America game in San Antonio, and uh, he is uh, amongst a group of seniors-to-be who have actually been invited to this year's game. So how did Texas get itself uh, into the mix with Woodyard, and uh, do they have a pretty good chance of uh, being that team that he is ultimately naming here in uh, a little bit more than a week?
1: You know, a month ago, Woodyard dropped a – well, let's backtrack. Texas offered him, I want to say, last spring, maybe early summer. Um, this, this kid just tracks and smacks. He is the quintessential safety you need in your cycle. Uh, whatever Derek Williams is going to bring to 2023, Woodyard would bring for 2024. He, he's that type of talent. Uh, he dropped a to top seven, I believe, last month. Texas wasn't in it. Uh, USC, Oregon, Alabama, Ohio State. Didn't really see Texas in the mix very much. Texas is slowly kind of crept back into this recruitment. It's going to be interesting to see what, what he does in a couple weeks. Um, that you know, DeAndre Moore I think helped out a little bit there. They've never been a package deal, so to speak, but they've always been close and they've always had uh, you know some close ties and, and 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 spoke about potentially playing together at the next level. But like I said, Texas wasn't even in his top seven last month, and they have made up a ton of ground from then to now. Will it be enough? That's why you got to tune into Inside Texas to find out. I think the Horns are in a pretty good spot. I think they've they've laid the groundwork to 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 to, to put themselves in a really good position. Winters, almost 6'2", two, about one hundred ninety pounds, four star. He, he plays the alley. This guy, he he's exactly what you want athletically at your safety in this position. And and I love what Texas is doing at that position. You know, Derek Williams going into Louisiana. New Iberia taking him out of Westgate. That was rare. It would be even more rare to go into Cali and pull a kid out of of, of Bellflower that didn't even have Texas in their top schools mix a, a month ago. But that shows you the chops that the staff is recruiting with. They're they're strong, Trey, and and they're, they're 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 building these bonds and these relationships. And so at the end of the day, it's I can't wait to see kind of what his decision is because I know Texas has fought tooth and nail, to climb into this recruitment. Even though they weren't in the top seven, I still think they have a pretty good shot. It's definitely going to be worth uh, tracking and watching over the next week and a half.
0: Thanks for the great intel, as always, Justin.
1: Nothing but love, Trey.
0: Nothing but love. You have been watching and listening to The Recruiting Breakdown, brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional. That would be Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. If you enjoyed today's episode, we do appreciate those thumbs-up clicks. And as always, do subscribe to the On Texas Football YouTube channel if you've not done so already. For Justin Wells, I am Trey Elling. Thank you to Matt Hutchinson for producing today. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. In the meantime, have yourselves a great week, a happy new year, and hook them.